In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 10 through 12, where I'll ask the question, why is it wrong to love money? Ecclesiastes 5, 10 through 12 says, He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This also is vanity. When goods increase, they increase who eat them. And what advantage has their owner but to see them with his eyes? Sweet is the sleep of a laborer, whether he eats little or much, but the full stomach of the rich will not let him sleep. Solomon is one of the wealthiest people who has ever lived. And what Solomon says about seeking after money or the love of money is that it's fundamentally wrong. He says that loving money is cheap, that it never satisfies, that it isn't good enough. It's not worth loving because after all, it's something that's here today and is gone tomorrow. So what we gain from Solomon's experience with money, which is extensive, is some insight as to how we ought to deal with money. So here are three thoughts from Ecclesiastes 5, verses 10 through 12, answering the question, why is it wrong to love money? Thought number one, money doesn't satisfy. And this is something that Solomon himself would know better than any of us would ever be able to figure out. Because Solomon had supreme amounts of wealth. He was incredibly wealthy, not just for his time, but for all times. He was immensely rich. And what does he say about money? He says that it doesn't satisfy. It doesn't satisfy. That if you love it, if you want it, you can get more and more and more and more, but you'll never be able to fill that desire. That desire just increases with every additional dollar that you draw in. So what Solomon tells us is that it's wrong to love money because it's one of those loves that will never be fulfilled. It's one of those loves that will never end in peace because it just spurs you on to desire more and more and more. It's wrong to love money because money doesn't satisfy. Thought number two, desires intensify. So here's the idea, and this is what Solomon himself figured out, is that if you love money, then what happens as you gain money more and more isn't that you're satisfying that desire, but what happens is your desire for money ever increases. So your appetite for gaining wealth continues to grow as your wealth gets accumulated into this greater and greater pile. So what happens here? You're never able to satiate that thing that you want. You're never able to quench that thirst that you have for the dollar. Because no matter how much you gain, you could always have a little bit more. What's the old saying? How much money is enough? One dollar more. One dollar more is what's enough. Meaning that it's never enough. It doesn't satisfy. What simply happens is that your desire to accrue wealth, your desire to have more and more money just increases. And you might think, oh, well, once I get a certain amount of money, once I get a certain amount of stability, once I get a certain amount of this, that, or the other thing, I'll finally be satisfied. But that just isn't the case because the love of money isn't something that is ultimately good. Your desire increases. You just want more and more. And then what happens? Well, you can sit back and look at all you've accumulated, but even that won't satisfy. 
the desires that have increased in your heart. Thought number three, contentment. Ultimately, the problem with the love of money is that you will not be content with the amount of money that you have. Solomon ends his conversation by saying, consider the laborer, the laborer, the day wage person. They ultimately aren't concerned with the amount of food that they ate, whether they ate little or whether they ate much. What they're able to do is go to sleep. Why? Because they have worked hard throughout the day. And it's their effort that allows them to experience some contentment. And that contentment is something that all of us really ought to be seeking after. What we find is that money does not produce contentment. There isn't a magical number that suddenly, once you have it, your problems are all solved. In fact, we tend to create more problems as we gather more and more money. But if we would be content, then we would have to be satisfied with whatever it is that the Lord has given us. We would have to learn to be happy in wealth or in poverty. We would have to learn to be satisfied in need or in plenty. And as we learn to do that, we are able to depend more upon our Heavenly Father and trust Him to provide for us those things that we need. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Ecclesiastes chapters 5 and 6. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.